You are listening to the second part of the Barefoot Lawyer Report's conversation on the Falun Gong persecution in China. To listen to part one, please check the link in the description. There's been a lot of brutal uh, uh, persecution, including, like you said, sin, torture, and the organ harvesting. So just let's just make sure people listening, they understand that. So tell that again. What is that? What 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 happens to Falun Gong member? Yeah, basically because uh, the head of the communist say that killed them in three months. Uh-huh. So everybody tried their best to do whatever it's all, all things, but they didn't succeed. So they elevate the methods. They didn't succeed. They elevated the methods. Uh-huh. They go, go, go beyond. So they pretty much, uh, uh, at one time, they used about one third of the G- GDP money uh-huh. to crack down on Falun Gong. Wow, wow, wow. Of, Ch- a, of China's GDP. So the internal people say this is more than a big wall. God. Okay. They, for instance, they. Uh, they established this armed force, uh, armed police. Uh-huh. It wasn't strong, but because the crackdown on Falun Gong and other people, they give the monies to the armed police. To armed police is militaries. Uh-huh. Okay, they are militaries. They crack down on their own people. Uh-huh. Their budget for many years is larger than defense budget. Okay, so they unbelievable. <laughs> They want to succeed to this, but they can't because they don't understand the cultivators. So uh, they do everything okay, just out of uh, out of reach. Okay, it's in terms of money, in terms of everything. They promote people who can torture, kill, uh-huh. They give award. They they use everything. They use media, so they destroy pretty much their poor systems on the law, they destroyed the law, uh-huh. okay? Yep. They destroyed the media, they destroyed... Even one of the interesting interesting thing that, like, uh, communists, like, always say that, mind your own business, uh, U.S. don't interfere with our internal affair. There's all this crackdown on Tibet, this Tibetan Uyghurs and the Hong Kong is our internal affair. Uh-huh. Okay, stay away from that. Uh-huh. But when they persecute Falun Gong, they were not successful Johnson, I mean, when they visit the leaders such as President Clinton, they give him the book, slandering book about Falun Gong, invite the President of the United States to support the persecution. They invite the international to help him to crack down on his domestic group events. So they destroy their foreign policy. Okay. They pretty much destroyed everything. But I mean, well, how did they try to convince the U.S. to help them against Falun Gong, money, uh, economy, opening up the economy and things like that, yes. the U.S. businesses. Yes. But I, I, I want to just, uh, just to make sure, so we all know, but some people listening may not know what or- organ harvesting is. I mean, describe it. What does it mean? It's an uh, organ transplant. It's a very noble thing. When people die, donate their uh-huh. healthy organs to other people. 
like we have a driver license, there's an organ, yes. whether you're organ donors. Yes. In our country, about one third of people who are the organ donors, when there's something happens in a car accident or whatever things. And they, they can, died. And they, when they die, they leave that. This is very glorified, noble things to do. Yeah. But on the other part of the world, it's, um, when we have daytime, they have nighttime in China, but uh, the organ transplant becomes the most evil thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here, once you, you are waiting for the kidneys, okay, you have to wait in line, yeah. in transparent line for 18 months, mm -hmm. about 18 months to get the kidney. Okay, if you're lucky enough. So then you can get in two weeks, three weeks. For them being in China? In China. In but China, you can. Who is the them? The, can anybody in China get a kidney? In, if you have money. If you have money. If you paid, if you can pay. For instance, a pair of cornea. Yeah. It's 30,000 US dollars. Uh-huh. The heart is 130,000 dollars. Uh-huh. Okay. The the liver it's about 100 the the lung it's about 140,000 dollars. Okay, the liver it's about 100,000. Uh -huh. The kidney is 60,000. Uh -huh. If you can afford right. You pay. Then right. they they serve you. Right. So on the outside we call it the organ twist. Yeah, tour, they, tourism. Yeah, they they yeah. cover up that just like a, a group of tourists, like fifteen people. They are they are patients who want to have uh, livers, kidneys, whatever things. They organize a group of like fifteen. They they fly to China. Look like they are tourists. Uh -huh. The moment they get out the airport, they will send to the hospitals to uh -huh. do that. Uh -huh. uh, after two weeks, they. They deported and come back. So the important thing is, so that's how it works. Where do they get the organs to give, to sell to these tourists? Yes. So it is reverse way that uh, uh, you can even say, I have a heart problem, I need uh, a heart. They, if you can pay, they can schedule you on what particular day for the heart transplant. Okay. Uh -huh. Which is impossible right. but here you don't know when people right. die right. Right. but over there you place the order they can schedule those those transplantations because they know they have organs that they can they can sell to you right? yes because so they know they have definite organs they can sell to you yes because they they uh, captivate uh, a large number of uh, prisoners of the conscience mm -hmm. okay it's life Live people. Live people, yeah. Yeah, they take the blood test, they check their organs' compatibility, uh, they maintain their, just like you go to the hospital, you want the lobsters from the fish tank, you want this one, that one. So it's pretty much that. So then you send your medical record there, they, they, they match with that. So put these people there to kill for you. Yeah. Um... I don't know if anybody listening has ever seen this film called Gattaca, but if you, if anybody's listening that wants to look to watch it, it's a science fiction movie and it looks into the future. But and what happens in that movie is exactly what you're describing. They have human beings who are organ farms for somebody else. So if I am uh, working and I need a heart, I have a twin who's been maintained so that if I need a heart, they're gonna take it from that twin. Now, everybody should understand, when I take a heart from that twin, that means that twin is dead, okay? So if you take a liver out of someone, or you take a heart out of someone, they're dead. So the Communist 
Party in China is harvesting organs from living people to sell to rich people, and the the people from whom they get the organs are often Falun Gong, right? Yes, because uh, yeah, because uh, Falun Gong practitioners they don't smoke, they don't drink, they don't have habits. Hmm. Okay, they they may be skinny, but their organs are very healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, they be beaten up with bruises here, there, but their internal organs are healthy. Mm-hmm. That's number one. It's not like criminals. They also kill, they also harvest the organs from that inmate, right? Mm-hmm. But those criminals, they may have drugs, they may have different kind of disease. More than half of their organs are not useful. Uh-huh. For the Balangong practitioners, very clean. There's another reason is that when they protest, Balangong practitioners, when they protest at the beginning, they, the government will ask you, who are you, what's your name, where you come from? If you say I come from Shandong province, like Nishi, uh, from the Huangcheng's hometown, they will get mad and send you back to that city and punish the police officer, the police officer there or the mayor there. Okay, so and also punish your relatives, your the the factory you work. Uh-huh. So the the, the punishments of the uh, things is widespread. So. Then after a year, Falun Gong practitioners realize that they cannot tell their name. Uh, they, they will cause their relatives uh-huh. and others in trouble. So when they ask, what's your name, Who, where you come from? I'm Falun Gong practitioner. So people try to tell from their dialects, but, but mm-hmm. it's very vague. So at that time, people just give him, the police give him a number, a numeric mm-hmm. number of this, by this, by this person's Five, four, three, two. Uh-huh. Right. So Falun Gong practitioner are being uh, detained with now without name. So without the whereabout, the their family maybe they don't know where they are. Yeah. So when they were killed, nobody know. Even the criminals, if you kill their parents, their their uh-huh. friends, will know. they will yeah. trace down there. So this is a convenient source of high quality organs there. Mm-hmm. And for the communists. Uh, the, the, the surgeon they are doing that, it's uh, half of them are military doctors. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. half of them military hospital clinic and doctors. They originally start that and they train the civilian doctors to do it. Mm-hmm. But they follow Johnson's order. So it's uh, <clears throat> the government's behavior. So, so, so when they do that, okay, they can, they can bring one people from here, there, as a, in the name of military movement. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, you can't stop that. Right. So it's, a, uh, so, so it's not a group of bad guys just rob the organs from people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's organized. It's, it's organized, orchestrated, yeah. controlled by the government. When they do that, they say, I follow the order of the top. Yes. I'm a lawyer to that, and I make money. Uh-huh. Reward was huge amount of money, so there was a booming business uh, since 1999. Before 1999, the organ transplant was very rare, mm-hmm. so it's only a handful of good surgeons can do that. But since 1999, when they have a large live organs, uh, okay, uh, in, in Falun Gong practitioners, they increase the numbers, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. 
from a handful of surgeons. Yes. Now today is 10,000 surgeons wow. who are certified to do it. Wow. It, it was a few hospitals, advanced hospital in Beijing, Shanghai City, can do the transplants before the crackdown. Now it's spread all over that. It's about a thousand wow. medical clinic and hospital are licensed to do that. Yeah. And there are a lot of non-licensed people do clinic to do that. Wow. Wow. So it's a booming business. Yeah. And it's a it's 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 exponential increase yeah. of that. So human rights violations have been used to create or being taken advantage of to have a booming business of organ stealing and selling. Um, yeah. If you will steal a person's uh, organs, their relatives, their friends, they also have good connections. They will track you down. But for Falun Gong, it's anonymous. Nobody knows where they are. Uh -huh. They detained. They kill them. It's high quality of that. So in, in organ transplant, when people want uh, can pay, a lot of times they will ask, is that Falun Gong that prefer the high quality? Gosh, wow, wow. And uh, demand the young one. That's the, that's the case of the business in Kumbumi. In the past uh, five, six years, there are more than 500 students missing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. College students, uh -huh, uh -huh. men and women, disappeared. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, in China, it's one child policy. <laughs> they have only one yeah. son or daughter. So the parents go after that. Mm -hmm. So most likely this uh, disappears for the opens because there's a big need of that. So they are not only doing that for Falun Gong practitioner, they apply for others. It's certainly true, uh, and the listeners will know as we continue to do podcasts, that the persecution of the Falun Gong is not uh, uh, unique in the sense that the Communist Party opposes anybody who doesn't accept its doctrines and Tibetan Buddhists, Christians, Uyghurs, they're all uh, terribly persecuted. And we'll talk about that more in other podcasts. And it's also true, like Wang Chen just said, that the CCP is an enemy of any, any people anywhere in any country that believes in democracy and human rights. But I want on this podcast to talk about the Falun Gong so that number one, we can understand the the extent of Falun Gong and the extent of the persecution against them. And I think um, what's been said before suggests that if Falun Gong represents a renaissance of traditional Chinese culture, that in a sense, it's the persecution of them is more widespread than of any other group because it's all kind of all Chinese people. I mean, the Uyghurs live in a certain part of China. The Tibetans live in a certain part. Uh, the Christians are everywhere, but Falun Gong uh, are everywhere. So there may be some uh, aspects of what the CCP is doing that the listener needs to know about. Yes. Uh, Falun Gong come from the mainstream people. Most of them are Hans, the main people. So there were 100, 100 million people plus the family members. It's a big part of the the country, the society. Okay, mm -hmm. it's not like uh, Tibet has about seven million people there in in the southwest. And Uyghurs, it's about twenty millions. Even Hong Kong is seven millions. Taiwan, twenty three millions. When it's easy for them to 
to wage, to, to wage the nationalisms against the ethnic groups. But for Falun is everywhere in the mainstream society. It's uh, it, it's it's Chinese, okay? It's, so it's uh, it's the largest, probably it's the largest human rights trustee in the modern day, okay? Then uh, we don't hear too much about it, okay? Because that's uh, probably Falun Gong was labor's number one state enemy. Communists will do whatever money, whatever influence they can to influence the Western medias and the Western leaders. You don't hear too much about it. What we discussed is not happening in the past, still ongoing. Uh -huh. Still ongoing massive human rights uh, atrocities. Still in China today. Still in China today. Let's take uh, uh, the, the, the past two months, January, February this year. Okay, there were 423 Falun Gong practitioners being arrested. Okay, and plus another 359 people being uh, harassed. Then among these uh, people arrested, uh, three of them, including two women and one man, being tortured and died within a month of the arrest. It's happening last two months, and all of them being, uh, uh, most of them being, their homes being ransacked, the money and saving being robbed by the police, the property being confiscated. Okay, all this happening. And uh, for this last two months, the, the top three practitioners being arrested and lost it's about 60,000 US dollars of the saving, which is about, which about seven years of their salary, mm -hmm. being robbed by police under the, mm -hmm. the good names of that. So it's just, it's thievery. It's yes. Then, then it's still ongoing and uh, Usually, Shandong, the hometown of Shuangcheng, is uh, number one province that has the persecution. But this last two months, uh, Beijing, the Hebei province, top that is because Winter Olympic. Oh. Okay, this capital city, Beijing, and another Zhangjiakou, is there's two cities out of the three uh, host the snow and the ice sports. They don't want Falun Gong there to speak out the persecution uh -huh. to the foreign reporters, foreign visitors. Mm -hmm. So they're arrested. Mm. Okay, this this is the this is the dark behind the peaceful yeah. Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so in fact, after the Khan Party decided to persecute persecuted the persecution the Falun Gong. A lot of people died. A lot of people uh, in general in geo or prison. Yeah. Even when I was in geo, you know that is after uh, uh, six years, seven years in geo. Still, the country still arrest a Falun Gong in there. The practitioner. I think every year. The Khan Party sent them to prison, but still have uh, new people join it, and of course they have to, yeah, they 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 tried hiding to do that, yeah. In the future, Falun Gong will, uh, the Falun Gong practitioner will more and more in mainland China. All right, thank you to Sin Nia for. Uh, speaking with us today and for Guangxin. And this is uh, 
the end of our second podcast on human rights in China. We'll be back with you soon, and we hope you'll join us.